Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This is as close as anybody could ever get to saying that there's something shady about the Crawford family because it's not necessarily shady, it's more shadowy or silhouette And to find out more about this, I met up with curator Michael Waldron outside one of Cork's famous meeting points, of which there are plenty. Do you remember when people would say, I'll meet you outside Cassius? Yeah. And then it kind of became a Mitch outside Bron Thomas. <laughs> there was no longer caches, I suppose. You know. It's probably Mangan's Clock or... Yeah, yeah, whatever it is. <laughs> but some people, like there's a lot of French students there now, they obviously said, I'll meet you outside the gallery. Okay. <laughs> the gallery. Okay, so that's appropriate. So we're outside the Crawford at the moment. And I've noticed a lot of people, when they come up the steps, the first thing they look at is a little plaque on the wall. And I was wondering what that was before I had a look at that. There's another one up here, because I suppose what we're trying to find out this week is, how did this place come into being in the first place? We're looking for its birth certificate. (laughs) (laughs) We're doing a little bit of detective work, and there are signs and clues scattered throughout the building. All over the place. (laughs) I mean, he deserves it. If you're going to bequeath something, you might as well be remembered for it. This is true. And you might as well have your name somehow or other. Memorialised, <laughs> and one of them plaques there is in memory of W. H. Crawford. Yeah, and it's—I mean—it's a great exercise in you know naming rights and branding. <laughs> that long, 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 long after he is gone, yeah. the building still bears his name, yeah. and the name persists in the city. Yeah. So yeah, William Horatio Crawford is <laughs> the man of the moment. It says at whose expense this building was erected, and he died October 1888. Then we go around the corner without falling down the steps. (laughs) Just behind the the bay tree. Bay tree. Yeah. Standard bay. And it's quite fitting because this man was a botanist and interested in trees. But the plaque behind this little little potted plant is also dedicated to him. And they call him a brewer and benefactor. And he endowed St. Finbar's Cathedral, Queen's College, now UCC, and this building. Okay, let's enter the building. So, thank you, WH. By the way, something else I didn't notice when the two gates that are closed when the building is closed, one of them says art, right? That can't be closed now because of the pedestrian access. And the other one is science. But there's a third on the side leading onto the side garden, and it's got 
WHC. So he is everywhere. <laughs> What's the H for? So the H is Horatio. Yeah. Now, perhaps he was named William Horatio because his grandfather and father were both William Crawford, ah. senior and junior. Okay. Um, but maybe the Horatio came... Just going in the main door now. Maybe, maybe the Horatio was added because it was the time he was born a few years after Nelson? Horatio Nelson uh, okay. and the Battle of Trafalgar. So yeah. it might be that. They couldn't call him William Og Og anyway, like, you know. <laughs> no. <laughs> it was a different time, Connor. Oh, okay. <laughs> Let's go up and find him because he's the subject of this week's work of the week. Not just him, but one of the other Williams as well. But yeah. his dad, yeah. And his dad. Yeah. We'll have to dust off our Queen lyrics. <laughs> I was actually that was amazing. That was in my head. There'll be no fandango now. Okay. Um, we don't are put, don't put a hat outside the croft because you won't get a penny, all right? <laughs> my voice isn't what it was. <laughs> but we will be seeing a silhouette. Okay. At the very end of the exhibition which is called Sight of Change, which we've spoken about before. And it's quite popular. There's a horde of people wandering around the exhibition at the moment. A lot of visitors in town today. A lot of visitors and possibly sheltering from the rain. But also, I suppose, we're right in the heart of the city. And we're one of the attractions. You know, the English Market, the Butter Museum, Shandon Bells, Crawford, Public Museum, Alan Nagel. Let's continue the tour and find out about the essence of this place, how it came to be. Can you see it? it? (laughs) There it is. (laughs) It's, what you said, a silhouette. And it's a medium that was very, very popular in the 1830s in particular. They were kind of rapid portraits because the silhouette artist had a piece of black paper and a little little scissors and could do very, very rapidly executed portraits, cuttings and silhouettes in one sitting. That's amazing. After a few minutes, here you are. And if you paid a little bit extra, you might get a background as well. (laughs) (laughs) So they became hugely popular as miniatures, as keepsakes, as gifts. They weren't very expensive. So there was a bit of a roaring trade in the 1830s. It survived very well. It has, yeah. yeah. And actually, it was held by the Crawford family until the 1980s. And then Hugh Crawford, as a descendant of the ones we're looking at now gave it to the gallery okay. along with other other portraits of the family. Now where do they live? So they lived at a house called Lakelands. Now some people who might know the Mahan area right. will will know that name Lakelands. There was the Lakelands Inn there I think. Yeah. Exactly. I and looked it up and we've actually the review has been the worst pub in Cork. Oh, I don't think no. it's not there anymore. So we're not, we're not maligning anybody. No. And another thing that isn't there is Lakelands itself. The house no longer stands, but it is kind of where Mahon Point Shopping Centre and the flyover to Jacob's Island are now. And some people might remember a monkey puzzle tree was was growing there for for up until quite recently, and it fell in a storm. But that was planted by By William Horatio Crawford. Yeah, you were saying earlier on he was big into horticulture. Big into it. So I think this is how we we phrase it. He was one of those very wealthy bachelors in Cork at the end of the 19th century who had this fascination with plants, propagating, hybridising, collecting, exchanging, 
And so other men of his class and his wealth were dotted around Cork Harbour, including William Gumbleton in Cove, and um, you know we think of Photo Arboretum, yes, we yeah. think of the Beamishes and other families yeah. who were similarly minded, yeah. and they had the means to do it. I actually just spent a few days down in Mount Congreve, down in County Waterford, and again, Ambrose Congreve, similar thing, big house, huge garden, mm-hmm. dedicated his life to collections from all over the world. Yeah. And he had some plants named after him. So have they got something in common? They do, because William Horatio, he had these great glass houses. So if yeah. you think of botanic gardens today, yeah. those big Victorian glass houses, he had them down in, <laughs> in Lakelands. A particular magnolia tree <laughs> was the first, first bloomed in Ireland and the United Kingdom in his garden. But there is a species or a hybrid of brownia that is named after Crawford and its its name is Brownia X Crawfordi. Crawford, yeah. okay. <laughs> Sounds like a good name for a nail, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. <laughs> but here in the silhouette you can see father and son, one the father is seated reading, the son is standing over his shoulder, and the view out onto Loch Mahan is behind. Um, and it's very formal because it is it is very posed looking. You can see it's definitely staged. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. The book is probably upside down, but nobody will know. <laughs> no one will ever know. But, you know, a silhouette is that interesting thing because because it is only one shape, yeah. there's a kind of a convention. Yeah. The way you, you make them shows people's figures to best advantage. Yeah. They're, they're always in profile, so you can see their nose. <laughs> Otherwise, the exactly. Otherwise, they could be just anonymous... <laughs> yeah, wanted posters. <laughs> a front-facing silhouette is kind no. of rare because you don't see any profile of the face. No. You just see some ears. Yeah. <laughs> so he made this place possible through passing on his wealth because yeah. he inherited a fortune when he was only in his 20s. He did, and I mean, people know the name Beamish and Crawford. Yeah. So the Beamishes and Crawford families had this brewing partnership that lasted generations and William Horatio was the end of the line of the Crawfords. Yeah. There were others who came afterwards, but he was kind of the, the end of the direct line. And he, in his late life, started to endow, as we read on the, yeah. on the plaque outside, various institutions where he could. So UCC, the Crawford Observatory, bears his name. Okay. One of the spires of St. Finbar's Cathedral was Ooh. paid for by him. And, and this building, the, the extension of 1884, mm. which is the entrance to the building now, mm. the sculpture galleries and all that, that was his funding. I think it was about two and a half million euro if you adjusted it for inflation, which <laughs> wouldn't get you far today, but back then it did. And I might just quickly add, it's by an artist. He was French, Augustin Edouard. He was from Dunkirk. And he travelled all around UK, mm. Ireland, America... And on his way back to France, his ship was wrecked. He survived, but he lost all of his silhouette portfolios. So his work is still in public collections and private collections, but he himself lost his own personal copies. So So these are rare? Much rarer than they would have been, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So quite special. Indeed. Lovely tour. Thank you. (laughs) And the, the weather has cleared up now. See, the sun is shining. I can see your shadow now. 